after a week off, it's great to have you guys back. Not only a week off from us, a week off from the UFC as well. So, a horrible week all around, I do say so myself. Uh, but we missed you, and we missed the UFC for sure. Luckily for Blake, he was out of town anyway, so you know, it worked out great for him. Uh, for me, I was just able to, you know, sit alone in my room and not be able to watch UFC. And, and so I instead did, like, out, out. I think this is really stupid on my end, and I totally read it. I, as you know, I haven't watched any of Tough 30. So, since there's no card on Saturday, I watched all four episodes to catch up on Tough 30. It wasn't good. It wasn't, like, it was, <laughs> I really bad, hated the... It was a really unfulfilling four hours. Like, I got done watching those four episodes. I'm like, I don't care. Like, See, and, I mean, are, I don't, am I, I alone in this? Much. I think it's definitely not going to be my favorite season, but it's, not it's content. I'm going to eat it up. At least the fights, the, the fights this year, they've been decent. They have not been like last year. No, even the Usman fight was pretty um, disappointing. Like, I, the I first thought he was going to let great. his hands go. And then, yeah, when they were dropping each other. Yeah, but then the second and third. They just kind of gassed out a little bit, it looked like. I don't know. Or, or almost like too timid, you know. And the other guy was just, mm -hmm. Mid I think his name is Mitchell Sipe or something, right? Yeah. Something like that. I know his last name is Sipe. Stipe. But Stipe. Sipe. S-I-P-E. Sipe. Okay. But that Sipe. dude was yeah. pissing me off with his showboating. Because, I mean, I, was I like a little like bit of that. But it's like, dude, do that when you're winning the fight. Not when you're, right. not when you're in a really good. hotly contested battle. It, it, I was happy that he lost. Um, that you know for sure because like I, I didn't care about that. I didn't want him to win, and I'm glad he didn't. But also, it's it, it's at the same time with tough. Like I feel bad for every fighter that loses, especially in the first like the first fight they have too, because that's. That's tough, man. It yeah, then really you just got to sit in the house and kind of sulk in your uh, sorrow. You know, at least try to train, maybe get some free food and, you know, free, you know, workouts in. Uh, yeah, yeah, Dude, I'd be cups. eating really well. <laughs> if I lost, <laughs> I'd be ordering filet mignon every week. I'd be like, yep, set me up. You could be, as long as you end up like that one woman who, um, Missed weight. By like 20-something pounds? Like 25 pounds, dude. How do the you hell? do that? How do you even... How do you why would you even that? sign up? Why would you even show up? You just thought they were going like, to like, put you through a weight like, program? I think she was like recently pregnant and there's yeah. something like that. But still, 25 pounds is a bit inexcusable. It's... Well, I mean, it's... You just got to be honest with yourself. Like, why would you go in there and take an opportunity away from someone else when you mm -hmm. know full well that you're not going to be able to make the contracted weight it's just it's it's common sense it's selfish um mm -hmm. but i don't blame her you know it's her dream i'm sure she wanted to go for it but it's like let's be realistic here that's that's crazy talk no one can i mean unless you're michael chandler you can't cut that in one day <laughs> or patty pimbley have you seen pictures of him yeah. recently and even that i don't Dude, think they cut that all in one day obviously like i'm sure it's no. a gradual thing you but know? still to, to lose over like a span of like weeks it's yeah. kind of ridiculous. Like, I wish they gave us a specific timeline on that uh, event, you know, like when they first kind of figured out, like how many days out from that fight was she when they initially mm. figured out, oh, yeah, you're in a I little think, bit of some trouble. I think it was like 25 pounds two weeks out. It was around, I think it was around two weeks when they when they did it. 
So that's crazy. If it was around two weeks before, because it seems like it was a few days before, but I mean, you don't know how they edited it. I just exactly. wish it was a little more clear because then you would you would be able to see what the heck was actually going on. But whatever. I mean, best of luck to her. Maybe she'll get another opportunity sometime else. But the girl that replaced her was pretty cool. I mean, she had a she pretty solid great. performance. Yeah. yeah. She looks like uh, she might be a dark horse all of a sudden. She really does. And unfortunately, I, can, I like, really can't name anyone besides, you know, Usman's brother. <laughs> that I'll, yeah. I'll I'll say that's more on me because like I I just probably should pay attention more apparently but um yeah that's why I did a watch on Saturday Blake you had a great you know Saturday compared to what I had to sit through <laughs> I I all for the rest of the season like I'll catch the highlights I'll look on Twitter see if it's worth it but like in terms of just watching full episode I don't think I'm gonna do that for the rest of the season until I got you I'll send you a little text message and let you I know appreciate I that you, I'm gonna watch Blake's I'm gonna doing the dirty out. work man. You know, <laughs> you want, why are we back on talking smack about Ido? There is no reason for that. <laughs> hey, it's not our definitely not our first choices for the coaches, but they they really besides that weird your your meal is in the cage by line by a uh, Juliana Pena. They haven't really pissed me off too much. No, well, it's because they haven't really had the opportunity to. I think yeah, like I'm waiting for the coaches' challenge. You know, then it's when when they give them extended. Uh, kind of i don't know like just 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 an extended period of time for them to interact with each other like i'm waiting for that beef to kind it's of going down. <laughs> come up a little bit because it's really been pretty cordial so far but you can tell there's a little bit of animosity in the mm-hmm. like when they when they had to um you know when they uh when amanda and her wife told them that they wanted to re- kind of repick the fight that's when you could kind mm-hmm. of tell juliana was getting a little you know po'd but Lopez. <laughs> I want to see some conflict, man. I want to see someone start doing some uh, shenanigans. I'll, you know, it, right? I want to see some more pranks, man. I need to return yeah. pranks to to tough. Who was what? When they put the snakes in in like the locker room? That was like what mm. handful of seasons back. Was that was that Brian Ortega? I think that was Brian Ortega and Volkanovski, right? Yeah. I, yeah, yeah, it was last year. That's right. Yeah. Because um, Ortega put the snakes into Volk's, you know, locker room, and you know, Volk being Australian was super okay with it because that's what he lives with over on that continent. Was that? Did he do that to Volk, or did Volk do that to him? I can't remember because I, I remember he did the I one. I thought where it was he, him like, to Volk. We're, I remember we're he checked this real quick because I know Brian Ortega like took the wheels off of Volk's car, right, and like got him a donkey or something like that. Like, yes. Uh, yeah, so Brian Ortega pranks Alexander Volkanovsky with snakes. Mm. Yeah. So there yep. were a few pranks in that season then. And we haven't gone down to anything in this. Like, it's been the mm. most cut and dry. Yeah. You know. Maybe. Maybe. Well, I'll keep my fingers crossed. We'll see what we can get. But uh, Definitely moving not on, the best. Right? <laughs> no. Moving on, let's get into something a little bit more fun, which is UFC Talk 90. Thank you for sticking with us through that longer than anticipated intro um but you know it is what it is uh, thank you so much uh for tuning in of course i'm your host ross i'll join alongside by the best in the business and i guess we'll see <laughs> once we get to this <laughs> what you were telling what he was telling me we'll see when we get to our first segment if he's still gonna be known as the best in the business none other than fourth long mma correspondent blake campbell blake uh 
are we ready for a good week of fights and a new thing we're going to do this week as well for you. Going to put you on the hot seat, literally and metaphorically, because, you know, it's a little hot in in California. The fans will be too loud. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, that's just kind of what we got to deal with here. The heat. It's what, it's what well, we do I'm ready for, for it, right. you know. I'm born, in, I'm born in the fire, so I'm, I'm ready for <laughs> it. Just throw me in there again. I'm going to rise through the ashes. Like a, like a phoenix. Like a phoenix. Like a phoenix. Not Blake, a phoenix son, though. Phoenix I'm a champion. <laughs> Aren't you a Kings fan? Let's not bring up the past. <laughs> state of my fandom. <laughs> for your sake, let's get to things. Because what we got for you guys uh, today is a little bit of trivia. And so we're going to put Blake through the ringer. And we're going to quiz him and you guys as well. So you're more than welcome to, I don't know, do we use pad and paper? Maybe use your phone, whatever you're watching on, or just do in your head. See how many you get right. See if you can best Blake. And we're going to need to see your answers uh, by hitting us up in the comments or over on social media at fourth long media on Twitter and Instagram. We'd love to see how you guys fare. Um, not only that, we got a supersized version of what the blank. Take a look at a crazy fight that was supposed to happen in 2014 that got canceled twice and never happened. The biggest fight to make right now and Aljamain Sterling teases a move up to 145 pounds we're going to take a look at UFC Vegas 56 go on preview the card we got our Blake's bangers making the return and we're going to give our predictions for the main event of the evening but of course you can check us out everywhere YouTube um you know when we're we're, uh, recording we're live on YouTube and Twitch you can join us there um and we, you know, follow us on Twitter for, you know, constant updates and stuff like that for exact timing because it does vary. Um, we're also over on, you know, Catch a Spotify, Apple Podcasts. So you can stream us directly from our website at thefourthandlong.com. We're on Rumble. We're anywhere. Go ahead, subscribe, follow, like us up, and be be just an amazing person, all right? But, Blake, it's time, baby. It's time to put you to the test, we got 10 questions of UFC trivia in all categories. And we're going to see how well you can do and see how well our amazing fans can do as well. So are you ready to get into this, Blake? Sure. I'm going to try yeah, my best. That is your ever be, right? So, my best. hey, I'm going to put on my best Alex Trebek. Um, you know, I guess impression. I I, I don't know. Maybe this doesn't work in, in the good Jeopardy kind of thing. You know what? Whatever. I'm just going to do my own thing because apparently my own thing sometimes works. But this, um, kind of inspired by a recent NFL video I posted on Tuesday where I took <coughs> the hardest NFL quiz of all time. Um, so you can go check that one out over on our channel. So it's time for Blake to do. I don't think this is the hardest MMA in UFC quiz of all time. But, you know, I, I, I didn't make it easy on him, I'll be honest. But we got multiple choice. We got, you know, true or false. Something, well, you know, not really true or false. Just It's all multiple choice in a way. So we're going to get into things because, Blake, question number one. What state did UFC 1 take place in? Was it A, Alabama, B, Arkansas, C, Colorado, or D, Texas? Alabama, Arkansas, Texas, or where? Colorado. Or Colorado. Hmm. I want to say Texas. 
think about which where it would be legal. <laughs> yeah, you know, because most things go in Texas, so I think right? I'll go with Texas. Going with Texas locked in. That is incorrect. It was in Denver, Colorado, UFC one. Oh, I, I, I don't know what it was, <laughs> but I thought about that. Oh my god! Isn't okay. that the worst? Isn't that the worst when you, you like, don't trust your gut? Yeah, it's disgusting. Yep. All right, let's oh. go. <laughs> oh, Col- <laughs> Number two, ladies and gentlemen, where was the first non-American UFC card held? Or I guess another way to say this, where was the first card? Um, where did the first non-American based you know, card um, take place? Was in A, Japan, B, Puerto Rico, C, Canada, or D, England? Well, you know it wouldn't be Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico's a U.S. freaking territory, isn't it? Technically, it's um, sorry, non-continental U.S. Let me let me okay. put that there. Well, I yeah. still don't think it's Puerto Rico. Uh, okay, I don't think it's Canada. I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with England. England, lock it in. Wait, what was the first one again? Japan. Japan. Hmm. Mmm, Japan. Were they were they going to get in against the uh, the yakuza? They're going to try to take over Pride. Yeah, you know what? I'm gonna just I'm gonna just keep it in England. Otherwise, I'm gonna be doing something crazy. I'm probably wrong though. You are. It was. B, Puerto Rico. No way, dude. What? <laughs> UFC oh, 8, David versus Goliath, where Don Fry beat Gary Goodridge in the tournament final, and Ken Shamrock defended his UFC Super Fight Championship against Kimo Lepoldo via knee bar. That's a trick question, bro. Screw that. How is that a trick question? I said continental US. No, the first time you read it was stupid. Fine. I'll g- You're so wrong. Yeah, I know. Still wrong. Okay. <laughs> you seem oh, to write better good. questions, bud. All right, let's go. Question number three. What year was Ronda Rousey signed by the UFC? Was it A, 2010, B, 2011, C, 2012, or D, 2013? Mm, I know it's either C or D. I want to say D, 2013. D, 2013 is incorrect as 2012. <laughs> I was halfway correct. <laughs> you were close. I knew it had to be one of those years. Dude, these are hard-ass questions. Like, I don't have a like, timeline know. on this shit. I feel, I feel kind of bad. Like, these aren't even, like, fair questions. This isn't even, like, about fighters. This is just, like, oh, like, which country? It's legit what just year? <laughs> Like, yeah. I don't have a fucking encyclopedia on me. <laughs> All right, let's keep going. Maybe I'll get one right. Number four. This is about a fighter. Who was the first UFC lightweight champion? Was it A, Jens Pulver, B, Sean Shirk, C, BJ Penn, or D, Matt Serra? A or B. Um, Okay. I want to say... Pulver. Pulver? 
You're correct. It was Jens Pulver winning defeated Kale Uno at UFC 30 in 2001. One. Blake is on the board, ladies and gentlemen. Let's, Let's go. go. One yes. and three. <laughs> oh, listen. Am I one and two or one and three? You're um. You're one. You're one and three. Already? Yeah. Shit. Not gonna lie. There's some. The, um, the this location one. The Ronda Rousey one and. And what was the other one? Well, location, Ronda Rousey, and um, state. And the first, first state? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah one and three, damn. All right. Number five, I'm, this is kind of kind of a main question. Um, how many days did Anderson Silva's middleweight title reign last? What uh, reign last? Was it A, 2,237 days, B, 2,149 days, C, 2,357 days, or D, 2,457 days. I don't even remember the numbers that you just said. Can I just pick a letter and just see if I'm right? Yeah. I'm going to just say, uh, I'm going to say B. B is incorrect. It was D, 2,457 days. Not going to lie, that was just... (laughs) A mean question. Well, it's like everything is in the 2000s, and they're like, they're like less than 100 away from each other. It's like, man, no, yeah, that's they're a all 100 away from each other. Jesus. I think you'll like this next one better. I, I have faith in you. Bullshit. Number six. Which city holds the record for largest attendance? Is it A, Las Vegas, B, Dallas, C, Toronto, or D, Melbourne? Oh, it's Melbourne. You are correct. It was Melbourne for UFC 243 with a curve versus Adesanya that took place in the beautiful Marvel Stadium. Okay. I'm two and Record four now, right? 57,000 fans attended that card. Two and four, two and four. Yes, sir. You're coming back. Come, Hey, you can still um, break even on this one. Let's see with the next one. Who founded the UFC? Was A, Dana White, B, Hiram Gracie and Art Davey, C, the Fertitta Brothers, or D, the Las Vegas Mafia? Well, I mean, I guess it would... I mean, Dana was the president, right? He didn't really... Or was he the... Or did he sell it to the Fertitta Brothers? I can't remember if they came in with him. I want to say... Because, I mean... I'm going to say the Fertitta Brothers. It was actually B, Hiram Gracie and Art Davey. Really? Yeah. This one surprised me, too. Yeah, because, I mean, I I didn't think the Fertitta Brothers were there at the start. No? So that makes sense. I kind of just said that because I knew they were the owners at some point. Yeah, exactly, right? That one? I All right. So right now we got you sitting at two and five, three questions to try to break even. I think I legitimately think you can do this, Blake. I think you can do this we'll see. Um, because question number eight: Which of Mirko Krokop's legs sent people to the hospital? Was A left leg or B right leg? To the hospital or to to where? the hospital? Wasn't it right leg hospital, left leg graveyard, or something like that? Correct. Right leg hospital, left leg cemetery. Yeah. Mirko Krokop. Blake moves to three in five. Question number nine. In honor of tough. Let's go to tough four. 
Who was the tough four welterweight winner? Was A, Matt Serra, B, Rich Clemente, C, Chris Little, or D, Din Thomas? Matt Serra. Blake is on the roll. Let's go. That is correct. And let's see if you can break 500 on this one. Blake, last question. Question number 10. Who won the first UFC tournament? Was it A, Ken Shamrock, B, Hoist Gracie, D, Dan Severn, or D, Don Fry? Hoist. Yes, Blake, you are correct. That is five out of ten. Why right couldn't we start eight. with the easy questions first so I didn't look stupid <laughs> as hell for a minute? Damn. Well, it's, it's a redemption. I guess I ended strong. It's not how you start. It's how you finish, folks. Remember that. Amen. Let's go, Blake. You know, I'll, right. I'll, I'll give you that. That was a fairly challenging one. You did well. Did well. Yeah, some of those questions are just not fucking fair. <laughs> no. Unless you're just like a super nerd. Maybe if you're like Jed L. Goldman or whatever the hell on Twitter. I did know a couple of these. Like when I was going through, I took from a couple of websites. I came up with my own as well. Um, obviously, I didn't know the Anderson Silva exact number. I knew Jens Pulver. I knew I actually knew Colorado because that was like one of the ones like, like I that knew. one was in my head. I just should have followed my yeah. gut. I don't know exactly, why. Because like, Texas is the easy answer, you know. It, that's I put in the easy answers of because there's another one where Alabama. I think I've been like UFC three mm-hmm. where they had to move a car to like Alabama or Arkansas or one of the two. I think it was Alabama. I think only oh yeah, I think the car was supposed to be in New York and then it got kicked to to Alabama. I think because you know the commission and and who was that asshole senator john was it john mccain i think it was i think john mccain hated mma so shout out shout out to him um yeah so let me know what you guys think as well how did you do on what well, all dean ross's hardest ufc quiz of all time is the hardest quiz of all time because it's the only quiz that i've made um of all time so you go ahead, take that one to the bank. Blake, with the whopping 50%, which I think is pretty good on this one. Can you guys beat him? Sound off in the comments or hit us up over on social media, over on Twitter or Instagram, at 4th Long Media. But Blake, it's time to not necessarily redeem yourself, but take a little bit of the pressure off. Because honestly, with these next this next segment, any answer is the right answer. Unless you say something absurdly stupid that I'll have to call you on. But I... I have faith. I don't think you'll do this. So, um, we're going to see how this goes That's because it's shtick. time. What, what's up? That's not my shtick. It's not your shtick. I'm not a Nick Wright or a Stephen A. Smith or a Skip Bayless. Oh, dude. I, I'm, I'm, just... I'm more of a JJ Reddick. <laughs> no, that's not bad. You know, I'm just kind of. Like, obviously, I'm not big into NBA, so, like, I'm not huge in, like, the MMA media guys and talking heads. I'm just kind of catching up to Nick Wright. He is so stupid. <laughs> Sensational. It's it's so biz. The only time I really see him pop up on my Twitter feed is like from old takes exposed or yeah. someone clowning on it from a bad take. Him. Yes, I never see Nick Wright's name in the positive light. It's always him with the horrible take that comes back to to bite him. Am I am I wrong on that? Am I off? No, he's a freaking goofball. How did? How do these people get jobs, man? It's, but I I guess I understand the way. Yeah, people are gonna watch him, but you don't deserve that. Oh, whatever. 
whatever. I'm, I'm going to get off my soapbox, guys, and, and go move past it. Because it's time for What the Blank with Blake. As Blake fills in the blanks, we got a supersized version with five for you guys this week. But for those don't know, that don't know how this works, I got five statements for Blake this week. Uh, typically, it's three. So we went a little crazy, you know, because we didn't really have a whole card and stuff like that. So I figured we have a little bit of fun. Um, but it's up. There is a blank at either the beginning, the middle, or the end of the statement. It's up to Blake to fill in the blank with whatever he so Blaken chooses. So, Blake, are you ready to fill in the blank? Absolutely. Absolutely. Let's blank and go, man. Because statement number one, the biggest fight the UFC can make right now is blank. Uh, the trilogy, Diaz and McGregor. Diaz and McGregor. So, yeah, probably right now. What do you think? Uh, is there, what would you say would be second? Would, I mean, obviously, probably won't happen, but could be versus Connor. No, I'd say think? that would be first. But, Ooh. uh,. I mean, it'd be really, I don't know. It'd yeah. be really close. I think Habib, though, would probably edge out Diaz just because there's just so much bad blood between those two, and it's like countries kind <laughs> of at war. Well, I mean, I guess so you even think Diaz that and... card would outsell the trilogy? I think so. But it's like you yeah. can't really make that fight right now, right? Because Habib's not in the USADA testing pool. He's retired, no. all that stuff. So And he has exactly. no interest in fighting pretty much. And I don't he's think it's a promotion. Fight. <laughs> so, yeah, I just don't think that's possible. But a viable number two... You'd probably have to stay with McGregor, you know? It'd probably be McGregor versus Masvidal, if that, because mm -hmm. I see that getting teased. Uh, at least those yeah. two are talking back and forth. They're starting to talk. I, I wouldn't say no to that fight. It's and even a winnable fight for Conor, because I don't think he can make it to lightweight anymore. Yeah, you and I was going to say, a, a less viable <laughs> option, most likely, just kind of taking into account what McGregor looks like now. I'd say a dark horse would maybe be Charles Oliveira versus McGregor for... Mm the uh, vacant belt but anything mcgregor still <laughs> it's it's gonna have mcgregor i mean who else is a cash are, cow like him when are we ever going to move like it's going to be a while until like someone can actually outdraw conor mcgregor yeah even when conor mcgregor is retired he could still outdraw anyone he's something special Dude's incredible do it so i'm just waiting because he still has interest in boxing i'm i'm waiting for the time where he, in Ireland where he co-mains a um, Tyson Fury card. Now that's like you know five million pay-per-view buys right there. I don't know about that ever happening. Conor yeah. versus Mayweather too. No, thank you. <laughs> no, alright, alright. Well, if Kamara Usman wants to buy and Conor McGregor versus Canelo Alvarez, no. <laughs> Conor McGregor versus Tyson Fury. No, I mean, if you want to see Conor McGregor get his ass beat, absolutely. I know there's a lot of people that would love that, especially... A Khabib lot of old fans. men. Old men, Khabib fans, you know, you know, in, in, anything in between. At least be the worst. one or two specific old men that would really want to see that happen. And a DJ, for good measure. And a DJ. True. <laughs> the list is growing. Also, someone's phone in, in Florida, right? This, I'm sure there's so many people that he's pissed off. <laughs> so many. I want to see his hit list. Um, statement number two kind of comes off some interesting news. Where Algebra drilling. Obviously, he's good friends with uh, the machine, Marab. 
Davashili. I, I probably butchered the last name, but who cares? Uh, well, I, I mean, I'm sure you know, Georgians care. Uh, but he, so they train together. They're good partners. Aljamain Sterling put out a kind of statement, essentially, where he, if, um, you know, how Aljo does in the next fight, how Murab does in his next fight, that he would move up to 145 so Murab could make history for the country of Georgia. So with that being said, Blake, Aljamain Sterling would blink if he moved to 145. Hmm. Be cutting less weight, obviously. Yeah, um, yeah. I think he'd do okay. I think that there's some people in there that he could uh, he could do all right against, but I just I don't mm-hmm. see him getting to the top like he did in in the bantamweight division. I just think that there's going to be uh, some dudes on there with a little bit more size that are going to be able to test his chin because it's. I mean, we mm-hmm. saw with Marlon Marias, you know, he, he's yeah. definitely. Uh, able to get taken out now mind you that was a spectacular knockout but still uh these guys are gonna be bigger obviously and hit probably a little harder um maybe have a little bit of an edge in speed but still there's Mm -hmm. there's probably such a minute difference at those two weights because they're so close Mm -hmm. and i really do feel like a lot of guys can back go back and forth between 35 and 45 um but i mean i think he'd definitely be okay i just don't see it being a huge draw like i mean if Ortega can't choke out Volkanovski, what makes you think that Aljamain Sterling can? And what's like a really good fight for Aljamain in the featherweight division that you would like want to see? I can't really think of too many off the top of my head. No, nothing really jumps off the page. But I mean, so I'd I'd still be with it. I mean, that's a really cool gesture of him uh, for his you know really close friend and training partner. So mm-hmm. nothing but respect for the. Um, it's commendable, yeah. you know, for what he's trying to do. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, I can get behind that. I'm just the only problem is Aljamain Sterling. He deserves to be bantamweight champion, un- undeniably, especially after what he did against Piotr Jan in that second fight. Well, he needs to fight but, TJ first. I want to see him get one defense. I, I, I think I that's him, what they're going to do. I would get I think the defense that's what, first. That uh, that's what they got planned right yeah. now. Um, uh, you know, rumor, rumor, rumor mill wise. So you know, take it with a grain of salt. But that's the plans and the hopes is to do. And who knows? He might get his ass work. beat by TJ. It doesn't even matter. He might. Um, I certainly hope that he warps TJ's ass beat. I know, yeah. especially as a Cody Garbrandt fan. I we we both on the same page where you know, boo TJ. The the CEO of EPO needs to go down. Yep, Dilla Snake. Dilla Snake. <laughs> Oh man, yeah, little, little bastard. I really hope he doesn't win the title again. Um, but going on from that one, statement number three. Going back to something I teased a little bit earlier. A so the funny thing is, so Khabib was scheduled to fight Donald Cerrone back in 2014. He pulled out of that fight due to I forget exactly what it was, but some sort of medical um, issue. One's actually almost forced his retirement. So you know. Fairly serious stuff. Um, then he actually had to pull cancel the fight. They, they rebooked it for 2015. Could be pulled out of that one as well for broken ribs is what I believe. Um, but that being said, Blank would have won if the 2014 Cerrone and Khabib fight wasn't canceled. Khabib would have ragdolled them. Still? Just, Absolutely. Yeah. I was, I was kind of hoping we'd get something exciting, but you're, you're going with the right answer. Is what, yeah, no, Habib would have ragged all them. Would, would Cowboy have had a chance in that fight? 
I mean, it was 2014-2015 Cowboys, so it would have been... Like, that was like prime Cowboy. Man. A little interesting, but... And I think that was when he was really on a hot streak, too, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I just... Habib hasn't been beaten yet, and I don't, I don't see Cerrone, even of that time period, um, giving him, giving Habib the challenges that would really make for it to be a competitive fight mm-hmm. or even a win for Cowboy. I just feel like Habib just has mm-hmm. such a exact and like trained path to victory. That's like almost, I mean, well, it is, it's, 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 you know, undefeated. It's just, it's, it's never been figured out. It's never been stopped mm-hmm. besides maybe what the Trujillo guy, like that was like the one fight on his record that yeah. might be kind of suspect. But I yeah. guess it's interesting though, is because like that version of Cowboys prop, He's at least one of the best. If he's arguably, you know, maybe between him and Gaethje, the best striker that Khabib saw during his run ever. You know, in his That's career. Important. Ever. So you think would top three Gaethje, Dustin, and Cowboy? That version of Cowboy. Gaethje's you know, definitely respective? not number one. He's number two at the best. Would you say Dustin's the best striker? Hundred percent. TKO Gaethje. Yeah, good point. So Gaethje, TKO, Cowboy, so would that be one, two, three right there? I'd say so. I mean, even Conor McGregor, though. Conor McGregor, you got to throw him in there as well. Oh, that's a good point. That's a good point. You almost forget. You know, Conor actually wasn't too bad in that fight either until he... No. Nah. Uh, well, you know, I guess the game plan uh, fell through. Um, the fantastic one given a test by Tom Cruise where he was trying to tire out Khabib. Um, unfortunately, that didn't go his <laughs> his way. <laughs> I don't think I he gets tired. I still can't believe he said that. Well, I mean, it could be a... There's a potential for there to be some truth to that. But it's like, it, when you're losing every round predominantly, then you got to... I don't know if... Did Connor end up... I can't remember if he ended up winning a round. He might have won one round. That fight was so long ago now, I think though. on a couple of cards, he might have. Or on, like, on one. But, yeah. He definitely wasn't tiring him out. He just couldn't stop him. No. And, you know, one thing I'll tell you, because a lot of the time was Khabib in a dominant... Um, you know, grappling position. I'll speak from experience. Is that the difference, like cardio wise and in effort wise, and um, from being on the bottom compared to being on top of someone? I swear, dude, it's night and day. It's unbelievable how different it is. Like, it's hard to like. It's a totally different experience. Well, it Unless, makes sense. Like, really One position you have hundred to well, what one hundred and twenty five to two hundred and sixty five pounds on top of you, or well, mm-hmm. Plus the weight limit or whatever. It also mm. depends because, like, there's some guys, you know, like a couple of the guys I train with, you know, they're 170 pounds, but when they're on top of you, it feels like there's 250 pound man. Yep. Some of the ways people use pressure, it's. I feel like I, I would be willing to bet that Khabib probably feels like a 300 pound man on top of you. His pressure is probably just off the chart insane. Yep. I, feel, I almost feel bad Russell for Luke Bears. No, thank you. that's still one of the craziest stories I have ever seen in my entire life. Um, But let's move on to statement number four. Uh, We talked about this a little bit earlier, and we're going to bring it up again because there's some interesting takes and some very questionable ones that came from normally a really solid source when it comes to the MMA world. Um, Oh, I I don't know what... uh, Big John was thinking. But, you know, uh, statement number four, Blake. Kamar Usman would blink if he fought Nick Diaz. Uh, sorry, excuse me, Nick Diaz. 
Well, I mean, he would win. But first off, yeah. I mean, would Nick not be able to better him on the feet? I don't think so. <clears throat> I just feel like Usman's going to be way more oh. durable at this point in his life. Um, yeah, it's just like kind of two guys oh, on John different McCoy. trajectories right now. A guy kind of in his decline, obviously, and the guy that's at his peak. So it just doesn't really sound like a and it, and it would just kind of be undeserving. It'd almost be it, it kind of it wouldn't even be like the Dan Henderson and, and Michael Bisping fight. Like in terms of yeah, because Nick Diaz is unranked. You know, he's a legend of the yeah. sport, but it's. I don't know, I think it's setting a weird precedent for uh, future kind of title bouts. Like, you can't just throw unranked no. dudes in there that have been inactive for several years and then come back and get their ass beat by a guy that's fringe top 15, you know? If that. If you that know. now. Rob, I mean, Robbie's still a good good guy. He's a legend of the sport in his own right, but I don't think he's a top 5 or 10 fighter. At all, I think it's safe to say that Robbie Lawler's best is behind him. I don't think that's a questionable, you know. I mean, he already had a freaking rejuvenation, you know, in the UFC already on his exactly. He he had like what two title runs, right? Or was it just one? Can't remember, right? It was the second because pretty sure I know he had one really good run, like the Rory McDonald fights and all those. Was it Condit and and all those kind of guys? Mm -hmm. Hendricks, probably like. Some good, some good fights in there, but yeah, I mean, I'm just trying to figure out why John McCarthy said that Nick Diaz would batter Kamar Usman. Like, what compelled him to say that? I don't think anyone even asked. He just kind of gave his, you know, unfiltered, uh, not wanted, unnecessarily horribly bad take. If we're talking (laughs) six years ago, I'd probably agree with him, but then that's that's two different fighters. Yeah, two different, completely different fighters. So you na- Nick you know, nowadays is not going to be competitive for Usman. Usman can probably do whatever he wants with them. Usman not yeah. 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 Uh, I'm just, you had the great point to, to a way, a conspiracy theory of why he said this. Um, maybe his podcast is, isn't doing as well as he wants, right? He just needs some clicks, needs some views. What they say, any publicity is good publicity. Basically. I mean, when you have a platform like that, I, I guess it's kind of true. But it's still His name it, was trending, if that's what you want. Yeah. I don't know oh. if I'd want to be putting my uh, my word behind that. But, hey, yeah. everyone's entitled to their opinion. Even if it sucks. But, you know, it's hard. I, you're going back on um, uh, him so much just because of how much of a legend he is when it comes to sport of MMA. So, that's just my two cents. Horrible take. Hopefully, we don't hear anything like that again. Um, but the last... Um, statement of the uh, of the week for what the blank. This kind of goes back to our earlier, I guess. Un- I guess wasn't necessarily planning on talking about tough that much. So we're going to circle back to it with this one um, because the last statement I got for you, Blake, is um, tough thirty has been blank. What's like a step below decent? Is mediocre below decent? You would say. I would say mediocre is below decent. Because it's like, if because... It, that's the same, if decent and mediocre are the same word, then it's still a step below that. So, so it's not is, is good, decent it's less... not bad, it's not decent, it's like right it's in between decent and bad. What about meh? Would, would, would meh kind of describe it? Yeah, I guess meh could kind of work. It's yeah, It's I'm got moments that. where it's kind of interesting, like some of the fights have been okay. 
parts of the fights. But yeah, some of parts of the fights have been okay. <laughs> the but... first round of, of Usman versus uh, Sipes. That's... Yeah, that was a good one. And even the the girl fight, the last one was decent at some points. So it was yeah. impressive. Yeah, with the, the the Utah chick in in the um in the the villain. And even was it the first fight or the second fight where the girl, uh, her dad died, and she still fought? That was that was the the fourth one. That was the villain, right? No, no that no, was probably no, no, two no, weeks no. before that. I think that was that was week two then. So I probably think. week two. Yeah. Yeah. So that one was pretty cool, just because of the whole situation and her just kind of going out there and performing and. Taking on a girl that talks a lot of crap, you know, and and, and not being yes. scared of her. So I was I was happy. That was like the one I was the win I've been happiest about. I think Dude, so. Big far. mouths never do. The only big mouth that ever did well was probably Trayshawn Gore. Yeah, and even he and, was a big mouth in a weird way though. Like about he was a Bible thumper, you know. Like <laughs> hey, nothing wrong with that. I love Trayshawn Gore, bro. <laughs> he was, he, he, he was what he's talking one. about. I love a man of Christ like that. Shout out to Trayshawn Gore. I hope he does well. You know, I don't know. Spread. I think you can go to a point, but at a certain point, it's like, bro, it's it's in your own hands. There's nothing that's going to do anything besides you. Hey, man, he had a platform, and he, he used it effectively. I think he did a commendable <sighs> job. Shout out to Trayshawn Gore. Even though you're – I will give you credit where credit's due. Your pick and your, your boy, you know, Brian Babel, did best him in combat. Uh, but still, you know – Two very good fighters, I think, came from this season. So, um, or from last season. I don't know who's going to come from this season, to be honest. Mm-hmm. There's no yeah. one that really stands out as, like, UFC contender. You know what I mean? Not yet, at least. Hopefully, maybe, I get proven Maybe wrong. in some other yeah. fights. I don't know. Maybe there'll be better matchups. Maybe that's what it is so far. It's just kind of weird I matchups. Mean, we still have two more fights. <clears throat> no. Four more. No, we have four more fights. We're on to the semifinals now. Right? No. No. I think we have like no. two or two to four more regular fights. Yeah, sorry. I'm I'm tripping. I, my math is off. So we've had half the fights from either gender. Yes. Yeah. Um so we got two more from each gender uh for the you know, for the quarterfinals and, and then we got the semis. Yep. Oh, hey, we'll see if something picks up. So, you know, fingers crossed because um I, I just want the fighters to do well, essentially. Um I hate. I can hate. I want to see what that Bobby Maximus guy can do, dude. That forty-four year old yes. or whatever. That's gonna yeah. Be, that's gonna be weird. And, and I think what what was he in like tough two? Is he the one? The next one coming up, or am I tripping? I don't know. I th- I think uh, the day of recording. I I think the uh, the you know episode five came out, but I think as a yeah, it's it was out, a it's out tonight. I'm probably gonna watch yeah. it tonight. Mill fight this week, right? Who? Is it a male fight? Yeah, male fight. Week? That's what I'm yeah, saying. I, th- I, I think it might be the old dude, but I'm not. I cannot remember for sure. Hey, I would love to see the. If honestly, I want I'll text him to you win if tough. it is. Okay, I want him to win tough. That, yeah, that's, well, I want him to at hope. least win a fight. You know what I mean? Because if he hey. wins tough, it's like damn, that's kind of a waste. Like a 44 year old wins tough, like shit. He's got like I want one year left before retirement. <laughs> fight him four times in one year after he wins tough, and then he retires. <laughs> Hey, what a way to go out though! Winning tough, you know. Yeah, I, you know, you get hundred G's, right? Pretty sure. Uh, is it a hundred? I think it's a hundred G's. Let me oh, see, wow. look that up. Hey, any man that can be uh, sponsored by AARP and they're still competing, it, it gets my respect. What we got there? Uh, ooh, I don't even know if you get. I think I thought it was, I think you just I get a was... contract. I thought it was just a contract. I don't. I don't think you and get all, like a. 
money figure besides yeah, the fights that you win in the mm-hmm. uh, Ultimate Fighter show, probably. You get a nice looking trophy. I'll admit it's it's a good trophy. But if you go nine and zero, you can earn three hundred thousand total on the contract, but only one hundred and fifty k is guaranteed. So it's one hundred fifty flat rate. It looks like. Well, it's definitely more money than anyone on the show is making at the moment. So it's a good step up. So does that mean they're getting like about sixteen k to show then? Like what? Well, I think the smallest contracts I see is 15, 15 to show, fifteen to win. Because that came if you do one hundred fifty divided by nine. Because I think that's the length of their contract. Yeah. At least what I'm seeing on Google right here. That would mean it would be gotcha. like sixteen point six seven percent or sixteen point six seven k per fight guaranteed. And then you could, if you double that, obviously thirty about thirty three k times nine would give you that number. Mm-hmm. You know, all right, so I guess what what bottom line? They're making decent money from the show, but you gotta if you win, win if, if you, you freaking even if you you know if even you if lose, you get the contract you get to save on you know what eight weeks of living expenses essentially because you're living in the house and eating their food. Yeah, and training. That's too. weird though. I thought they would get some. I'm sure they get some some type of payment for it. They have to. Maybe just, something unofficial. Yeah, I don't know. I I know for sure they get paid for the fights. And then remember that one season, uh, they got like bonuses for finishes. I think. Yeah. Like five k bonuses or something or ten k. Hey, let's bring that back. That, that's what I'm saying. That should be a thing for the whole every season. Like it just sh- it should just be a thing. Incentivize finishes. You got the money, man. Yeah. Hey, that Blake. I think you have a fantastic idea. So it's time to. I'll I'll text Dana. Uh, when, we're, when we're done recording here, I'll let him know for for next time. You know, I'll even text your boy um, Forrest Griffin as well. But hey, man, bring this to the big boss. We we want to see some changes. All right, we got that for you guys as fans. We got you covered. Blake has you covered. Hundred percent, bro. I'm here to help. <laughs> oh boy, but uh, that's gonna wrap it for what the blank with Blake. Let's know your thoughts. What is the biggest fight that you see you can make right now? Will or can? Aljamain Sterling contend at the 145-pound division. What would happen between 2014, Cowboy Cerrone, and Khabib Nurmagomedov? Kamar Usman and Nick Diaz. Doesn't sound great. And what have you guys felt about Tough 30? I haven't been a huge fan. Blake, you know, obviously, he's just kind of mad on this one. Love to see what you guys think as well. But it's time to what we're, how we're going to wrap things up. It's uh, time for our preview of UFC Vegas 56 we get to the return of the ufc and this is going to be between two big time heavyweight contenders we got big biggie boy you know um rosen strike taking on alexander volkov um and it's pretty it's n- this is one of those cards where i guess it doesn't have huge name value but there's some good card there's some good fights on this one you know what i mean like, obviously, I'm not going to get into too much because we got the bangers next. But, you know, it's just a few here and there. There's peppered throughout the prelims, peppered throughout the main cards. We got some prospects. We got some debutantes as well. We got a fighter that is now famous for getting his ass whipped in Benoit St. Denis at UFC 267, where the only time in UFC history a ref has been fired mid card. Hmm. <laughs> That was Not on Flat Island, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah, that was yeah. the Blahovich and, and Glover one. 
Yeah. That was the uh, 10 o'clock fight, uh, you know, start time, which was, you know, you honestly, I would not be opposed, Blake, to more brunch UFC cards, well, you know? Get ready for this weekend. Well, I guess exactly. not really for you. It's kind of well, what, 12 for you and start time for it's, the prelims. It's 2 o'clock, so 11, 11 a.m. prelims, so like. Are you one hour ahead of me or two hours? I'm an hour ahead. You're an hour ahead of me. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, start 11. I'll have a good. I'll have lunch with the main event. You know, I'll have nice lunch. Is the, the prelims last three hours? That doesn't start until two. I thought it started at one. Well, no. The, uh, for me, is uh, well. For me, it starts at two. It's a three-hour prelim. Oh, okay, got, yeah, it is. It starts at one. We. It's an eight-fight prelim. It's actually kind of loaded. That's good. I mean, you know, one of them's probably going to drop off. I hate that you say that, but you're you're probably right. I mean, there's 14 fights total mm-hmm. right now. It'd be sweet if they all stayed, but some seems like something's just going on every freaking week. Every but week, there's one. There's always one. As long as one of the bangers don't get canceled, we're good. Hey, we don't need any Blake's curses. But with that being said, Blake. It's time to curse the fight because mm-hmm. Blake's bangers <laughs> for UC Vegas 56. Uh, I'll knock on wood. Knock on wood. You know, cross my fingers. Yeah. Um, cross your toes. Uh, yeah, I'll cross the toes, cross the arms. I don't know. I think we're good. All right, let's get into it. Uh, first yes, fight sir. we're going to go with flyweight division. Jeff Molina versus Zygas Zumagulov. Hopefully I did your name some justice there, my guy. Um, we know I, he's listening. <laughs> yeah. For real. Number one fan. Uh, Jeff Molina is just a really exciting prospect right now on a sweet win streak. Um, gets finishes, is entertaining, has a great Twitter game. I'm excited to see what he does. I think he's going to go out there and have another good performance. Uh, for the second banger, we're going to go with uh, Alonzo Menafield versus Askar Mazarov. He's going to swing. I think... Is Mazarov, isn't it his debut? I'm pretty sure it's his I'm debut. I'm pretty sure, right? Because I think his last fight was with, I'm on Topology right now, BYB Extreme Fight Series. So, <laughs> Boxing Bare Knuckles? That's kind of freaking crazy. He's fought in Titan FC, Professional Pink, Pinkish, Pink Russian Championship. <laughs> the Pink Russian Championship. <laughs> Something, yes. dude. Rebel FC. I mean, he's fought, he's fought all over, it looks like. Guys, a 20... What, twenty-one and eleven record? I think that's incorrect. It says twenty-five and seven on Google. Who, who's right, Topology or Google? What Sherdog? Well, where say? does Google take it from, though? That's what I'm saying. What's going on here? Because Sherdog and Topology both say twenty-one and eleven, but Google says twenty-five and seven. So, uh, ooh, let's fact. Are we gonna have to fact check the Google? Well, let's check the disgusting. UFC page. We're going to check the UFC page and see what we can get, okay? Oh, man. So, that's a... Because that's quite the difference. Apparently, this guy can only hear approximately 20% of the sounds that most people can, though. Oh. Well, that's He's, like, pretty much deaf. Interesting. But this guy, I mean, if... Oh, I'm dumb. If it's UFC the same guy I'm thinking UFC of, records, you know, uh, he's a KO artist, it seems like. Most of his wins are from... You know, punches, kicks, doctor stoppages, and uh, Menafield. I'm I'm sure you guys have all seen fights of him before. He's he's been around for a few years now, I think. Uh, mm-hmm. A guy that just throws down light heavyweights, big boys. It's, it should be a good one. It should be a banger. 
These boys are going swang, swang and bang, baby. Swang and bang. Swang and um, bang. And then finally, for our, you know, featured Blake's banger. Featured. We're going to go with yeah. Dan, 50K Ige, versus Mobsar Ivolev, who is on, a, I mean, he's undefeated, fight. 15 fight win streak. It's a good uh, fight, bro. Hasn't really mm. been getting finishes in the UFC. I think it was, what did we say? It was 5-0 and in the UFC, right? Or something like yeah, that? Yeah, 5-0, five decisions, but five decisions over good talent. Three of them were good talent. The other two, I'm not really too hip to the hop on. Most of them, good talent. Yeah. I mean, there were some decent names on there, like Nick Lentz and uh, the other mm-hmm. couple kind of escaped me right now. But, um, yeah, I mean, I'm excited for that fight. It's going to be a good test for Evolev, and it's going to be, you know, kind of that step I don't know if I want to say like a step backwards for Danny Gay, but it's almost like a prove it fight, you know, like prove that yeah, you're the I mean, top dog. Com- coming off that loss to uh, the Korean Zombie in his first main event, so that's a uh, and the Emmett fight, right? He's on a, at least two fights, kid. Yeah, he's on two fight losing streak right now. Yeah, yeah, that's so, a good point. Should be good. Should be good fights. I mean, I'm excited. There's some. There's some really cool guys on there too. Like uh, I wanted to highlight Mike Trezano, an ex tough winner. He yes. was on the uh, he what, what friggin' one was that on? Was, was that, that the twenties? Was that the Gaethje and, and Alvarez one or who was that? I couldn't tell you. Even Lucas Almeida. It's gonna be a good good. I, I I'm excited to see Oday Osborne back. I think he's he's good fun. Yeah, it was okay. So it was twenty seven the Ultimate Fighter twenty seven finale. Mm. That wasn't the. Let's see. Let's oh, that see. was yeah. the Miocic and Cormier one. Ah, yep. Yep. Okay. Yep. Another shot to I want to shout out Joe Selecki. That's a good That's one. That's going to be a good fight. Him in the Alex Da Silva Coelho. Yeah, that's going to be a good fight. That's going to be good. Damon Jackson, Dan Argueta. I'm looking forward Ode to this Ode Osborne, part, did we even say that yet? Yeah, I shout out Ode. Okay. Damon Jackson's the, the Jamaican decent. sensation and a school teacher as well. Yep. JJ Aldrich. She's the first fight on the prelim. That's kind Aaron of interesting. Lampard, yeah. Used to have a little bit better of a hype around her. And then, of course, I don't think we've mentioned Felice Herrig versus Carolina uh, Kowalkowicz. I can't say her last Carolina name. Carolina on that was a, a trying to avoid a six-fight losing streak. Yeah, she's been training with uh, Ioana, so hopefully she's... Uh, in good order, you know, ready the for business. Last names make sense. Definitely sounds Polish. Well, they used to hate each other, dude. They they have actually. Oh. I think Carolina actually fought her for the title back in the day, and it was a pretty rough outing for her. But Ooh. yeah, there's a lot of bad blood between them. But now they're cool. Well, they're all good to dope. go. That's what the fight game does. You uh, you have bad blood. You punch each other in the face, and after a while, you're friends again, right? I guess so. You, yeah, or you was, just you, get your ass beat enough, and you're like, yeah, I'm not beating that one. I'll just be their friend, I guess. If you can't beat him, join him, right? Exactly. <laughs> oh, man, I'm excited for this one. But, Blake, brass tax time. Predictions for the main event. You've been on a way better streak than I have recently. So, who is going to win? Is it going to be Biggie Boy, Rosenstreich, or Alexander Volkov? I think it's going to be Volkov. I think his size is going to be just way too much for Rosenstreich to deal with. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Rosenstreich's best chance, obviously, is him landing... Just a ridiculously hard cannonball of a punch. Mm-hmm. But Volkov, Volkov, I think, does is, have a good chin. He does, unless you're Derek Lewis. 
But um, well, that's that. I think you could say that for anyone that Derek yeah, fights. Exactly. <laughs> Except um, for maybe tied to Avasa. That's the only guy that like didn't go down. Yeah. But oh. Yeah, I just I just feel like Volkov's gonna have the the tool set to get it done to keep it at distance and to just be able to pick him off. So I I, I kind of feel like it's gonna be a pretty easy fight for Volkov. He might finish him probably. I'd say I'll probably say second round TKO. Second round TKO. I am going to ride with you on the fighter. I got him by decision. Volkov by decision is what I'll go with here. Let's I, hope I, I'm right I, because, or at least no, no. I definitely hope you're right. I want to see I, a finish. Uh, yeah. I would love a finish in this one. Uh, heavyweight main events are a little bit risky. Sometimes either they're like short and sweet and, and fun, or they're 25 minutes of huffing and puffing pace. <laughs> right. Oh man, I'm looking forward to this one. But ladies and gentlemen, I would love to hear your predictions uh, for this pivotal main event um, when it comes to still contending. For the UFC heavyweight title, but um, I appreciate you joining us. Whether you joined us live on Twitch and uh, or YouTube, um, or if you're just tuning in after the fact on Spotify, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Rumble, Anchor, anywhere you catch us, it is uh, always a pleasure to be able to give you our insight and our better takes than a lot of people when it comes to the UFC and subsequently the sport. Of MMA. Let us know your thoughts, like I said, on UFC Vegas 56 on the Blake's Bankers. And let us know what you guys got on uh, my quiz from earlier. Did you get all 10? I doubt it. But if you did, shoot, you guys are amazing. You probably earned something. Uh, are you able to best Blake's uh, 50%? Uh, would love to see his up on socials on Twitter and Instagram at 4th and Long Media or um, his up in the comments on YouTube, Rumble, and all that fun stuff. But Blake, your thoughts. Your thoughts on trivia in one word or phrase. Uh, it was fucked, but it was fun. <laughs> I had a good time. <laughs> Gotta do that again sometime, you know? Hey, I'm going to keep pumping this stuff out. Whether we get like a, a card that we're not going to talk about as much, no card and stuff like that, I'll, I'll keep pumping in. I'll, I'll, I'll change it up a little bit next time. You, you feel me? Yeah, uh, well, maybe less location questions. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Are you geographically challenged? Well, I don't really fuck, I don't really pay attention to a lot of the like I I'll get more to like fighter stats next time and stuff yeah, like that. How I feel about like that, that would be a, a little more a little more up my alley. A little bit a little bit more cuz I don't know. even know if I was born for UFC 1 yet. When the hell was that even held? Was that 1999? Or was it in the 1993. Mm, yeah, see, right before I was born. 94, baby. I definitely was not born by then. 99, baby. Yeah. Woo. Oh, man. What was the one? I think that was the one. I forget. There's. We got to get into more of these stories. When the guy kicked someone, got their teeth, his bone's teeth stuck in his foot, mm. but they couldn't take it out because of infection, so he just taped it up and fought the rest of the card with his with teeth in his foot. That's a. You think his opponent, like after the card, asked for them back? Probably. Yeah, but hey, man, can't can't get those back. I want to put them back in. You know, it's probably cheaper than you know having to get new teeth. Yeah, I mean, if they're still good to go, then yeah, I'd say you'd probably get them back. Even if they're like a little chipped, you know, they're still probably fine. Yeah. 
<laughs> oh boy. But uh, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in. We'll catch you next week when I put Blake's brain to the test once again in some sort of twisted fashion. Have a good fight week. Enjoy the early fights. And for anyone that listens in the UK, congrats on not having to stay awake until 4 in the morning. Have a good one, guys.